in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. Hold on, I got to get this thing off the screen because it looked like I had a spot on my forehead and it was actually on the screen. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. I am going to talk about everyone's favorite topic. Oh, it's not everyone's favorite topic. However, it is a topic people enjoy when I talk about, and we are going to talk about cuckolding and more of the emotional side of how that goes. I wanted to have my subby here, but he's busy, so it's my fucking podcast. Here we go. Let's address some housekeeping. I am currently recording this from Naked Camp. Whoop, whoop. I apologize. No, I don't. There's somebody mowing in the background, so it might be a little noisy, but I was more concerned about getting this podcast out because I very much enjoy this topic. And I think that this listener posed a fantastic question that I want to talk about. And it's pretty relevant to some discussions I had with some people from camp this past weekend. So, oh, I was going to do housekeeping. Ladies group, August, I keep wanting to say August 10th, but it is, is it August 10th? It's August 10th. I keep thinking 12th. August 10th, we are doing our monthly ladies group. This one is a little bit different because for this one, you can bring your subby. If you are interested in joining that and you are not already a member of my Patreon, what are you waiting for? Run over and join. The ladies group has been, I know I say this all the time, the ladies group has been fantastic for me. It's been very uplifting and I very much enjoy our meeting every month and I'm excited to meet everyone's other halves this month. Some I've met obviously, but I'm excited to say hello and get to know everyone. So if you're interested jump on over to my Patreon. It's the lowest tier level. I post the Zoom meeting link and we can join. You can be on camera. You don't have to be. I am no longer recording the meetings. Um, There wasn't a real demand for the recorded versions. And I think some people are just more comfortable with it not being recorded. 
So they are no longer being recorded, but if you're interested in joining, uh, just hit my Patreon up. There is a link in my show notes. I also kind of need to know, like, especially for Instagram Live, when is a good time to go live? Like, when can people listen and ask the questions? Another platform for that is OWL. Obviously, if you're interested in joining OWL to have a phone conversation with me for any type of coaching, consulting, or just have questions about a female-led relationship, you can join OWL. And if you use my code, which is FLR, and if at any time you jump on there and I'm not live, you can request me to go live. And if I'm not busy, I will absolutely do that and we can have a phone conversation. There's also a wealth of other people are on this platform. Health and wellness coaches, meditation consultants. Uh, if you are trying to start your own business, there's entrepreneurial help. My subby is on there for guidance with podcasting, social media posting, things like that. There's really a bunch of motivational speakers. I mean, there's just, it's a, it's a great platform for people to connect and it's also a great platform for people to even network. So check it out if you're interested. And I think that should sum up housekeeping from what I can tell or from what I can think of at the moment. So let's dive in, shall we? I received an email from a listener and who asked me just a point blank question. And here's the question. Can women really do poly or cuckolding and still love their husbands? Now, that's a pretty loaded question. I do believe it is possible. I believe there's people doing it all over. I absolutely think it's possible. But I also think that there are a ton of circumstances that contribute to whether this type of relationship can be successful or not. There's a, a part of the email that says that they had listened to my podcast a few months ago and I sounded really happy, secure, and he mentioned that he would be interested in knowing if that has changed. No, I I don't believe any of the, the things that have happened in the past few months with me and my kind of downward spiral. I don't believe that had anything to do with the things that happened over the winter with our neighbors. I don't think they are related in any way. I will say it has absolutely affected how we interact with each other, probably more so on my part. I just, like my feelings are the same. Like I very, I very much love our neighbors, both of them. I'm just so focused on right now, trying not to get back to that point where I felt just totally stuck. I don't want to feel stuck again. I feel like it's a little bit unfair for me to try to continue the way we were until I get my shit figured out. And I mean, listen, four years in the making and I'm a slow learner. So I don't, I don't know. I'm really trying to do this the right way. And I don't know how much more I really want to say about it because I think that in my own head, I'm really not sure where things are at either. And maybe a conversation needs to be had prior to 
me saying anything on the podcast. So the main reason I wanted to bring this up was just because I don't feel that, you know, the two are related. I really believe it was a health situation and circumstantial and nothing to do. It didn't have anything to do with our relationship. However, it has significantly affected the relationship and lots of communication. It's hard to do when I'm never there. So, or even when I am, I mean, I have a one track mind lately and it's just really about making sure I don't have a heart attack or a stroke, I think. So back to the cuckolding question, this person had emailed me in the past. He and his wife have been together for 32 years. He feels they're in a female led relationship, though she doesn't call it that. And I think a lot of men operate under a female led premise, even though their significant other or wife doesn't realize that's what's happening. And I mean, what does it really hurt? Do you really have to have the label? I personally enjoy the label. Uh, do we 100% live by it 100% of the time? Fuck no. But the label has significance to me in this instance. And I I enjoy saying that I'm in a female-led relationship. And do you have to have that label to be in this? No, you don't. We've talked about that. I do appreciate that he mentions in here that sometimes he still fucks up and uses the wrong tone or argues. I think the biggest thing is show yourself some grace. The fact that you're recognizing it is amazing. I mean, some people do things and don't even realize they're doing it. So the fact that you're able to recognize when you're doing it and correct it, that's a big step. And throughout the email, he talks about the different phases of the relationship. And much like everybody else, life can be a fucker. And there's ups and downs and, you know, the great relationship. And then you add kids to the picture in the beginning, awesome, great relationship, few arguments. And then, you know, the next phase is add some kids, not nearly as much into some intimacy, which happens when you have small children and lots of arguments over sex and power. Now, this could be caused by a number of things. I mean, if you have small children, there's probably a lack of sleep, you know, hormones. God, I was a fucking hormonal mess for at least a year after I had each one of my kids. That can be a contributing factor. I mean, growing a human is really hard on a woman's body. And then all the hormones that you go through, especially with your first kid, I think. Um, and then it looks like they, there was a little bit of kink in the bedroom, but he topped from the bottom. But he topped from the bottom and she lost interest. I totally, totally, totally understand this. Um, my sub has been pretty good about not topping from the bottom, but specifically in the beginning, I think I would handle it far better now because I'm so much more comfortable in our relationship now that I'm promoting him to top from the bottom. But I think when you are new to these dynamics and unsure of your footing and somebody tries to tell you, well, and maybe... It, 
it comes across as you're doing something wrong. However, the other person is more implying that, hey, this is just something I thought of. What do you think about this? It could have been a suggestion coming from a good place and was interpreted wrong. It's very touchy. And I know in the beginning, it can absolutely cause some significant problems. Significant. It can be very traumatic. It can make you not want to do this anymore because nobody likes to be told they're doing something wrong. If I could offer my opinion, I would I would suggest conditioning your mindset at the beginning stages of these to show yourself some grace and know that you you don't necessarily do anything wrong. It's more of hey, we did this, it didn't work for us, or I didn't like it, he didn't like it, let's not do that again. I think especially in the beginning of a female-led relationship, you absolutely need to have those communication times, those times where you sit down, you communicate like regular check-ins. Hey, you know, we did this, this, and this this week. How do you feel about it? Was it, I mean, what did you like? What did you dislike? And I think that you have to have an open mind and take criticism if that's how you feel, or even be able to validate your partner's emotions because maybe they don't want to say, Hey, I didn't really like that. Or, you know, be like, my husband is very considerate of my feelings. So if there's something that he like wants to not criticize, that's not the word I want, but if there's something that I need to do differently, or if there's something that he maybe didn't enjoy so much, I think he's very careful about how he words it so that the perspective doesn't knock me down. And he was very good at this in the beginning also, uh, because I was very insecure. I think I've gotten better. I obviously still have my insecurities, but I think that I have gotten better with that. Moving on. Looks like there was some uh, therapy and counseling, and then swinging and poly and sort of cuckolding was then entered into, and it, and it looks like that lasted for just a little bit, and then they stopped the non-monogamy and did more therapy, rebuilt the relationship uh, to the best level of trust and closeness ever, had the best sex ever. And then shortly after that, life kind of fell apart. And life can be a real fucker like that. Ooh, real fucker like that. It appears there was some some other contributing factors to the relationship. I'm not going to specifically list what. But if we fast forward to current day, they are working on rebuilding the relationship and rebuilding the trust. Which brings me kind of full circle into... Can women really do poly and cuckolding and still love their husband? Apparently, a therapist who is lifestyle friendly and a professional dom had told this gentleman that uh, cuckolding is not, should not be something that they, that they explore. I, she doesn't promote it. Maybe that's what it was. Now, in this specific instance, I would agree with her. I think that just the fact that you stated in the email that you're rebuilding your trust before you, and I say this all the time, 
Before you bring anybody else into your relationship, you have to have a solid foundation. There has to be trust. There has to be communication. And there, there is no room for not having that solid foundation because if you don't have that solid foundation, things are going to crumble so fast. And it's interesting because that, that was a very, it was a topic that I had talked about. I was doing massage this weekend at the campground and there was a visitor, a weekender here who this was their first weekend ever in this campground or any campground similar, which is, you know, the lifestyle clothing optional campground. And he had mentioned that he was in kind of a a poly relationship with two women and that he didn't really, I don't know. He was kind of, you know, on the fence about where, what he felt about his wife having interactions with somebody else, mainly because they had been at a get together and his wife was intoxicated and he was there, he was watching and she looked like she was enjoying it, but which this was perfect. They checked in after, you know, on their way home or whatever they checked it. He checked in with her and, you know, said, Hey, how are you feeling about that? And whatever. And she was not on board. She's like, I was drunk. I didn't enjoy it. I don't ever want to do it again. And he never pushed. And that's fantastic. However, now an organic connection has seemed to be forming a little bit and maybe it's back on the table now. My whole point in that story is that they have a very strong foundation or it seems, again, I know this, I chatted with this person for 60 minutes while I was doing a massage. So obviously I only know what I was told from him, but just from what I got from the conversation, they seem to have very strong communication, a very strong foundation. He seems to love his wife very much. And I would guess vice versa. I didn't get to meet her. So they've discussed. So your relationship can evolve. So in this specific moment, you're asking if I think cuckolding is good for your relationship. I would say no. I would say you need to make sure that trust is back because you have to have trust. You have to have trust. You have to have communication and you have to have that solid foundation. So I would agree with your therapist in saying that maybe now isn't the time to explore that. Do I think that you can never explore cuckolding or anything like that? Absolutely not. Our relationship is constantly evolving and our relationship, sometimes life gets in the way and totally fucks us. So I can relate to everything in your email in respects to the evolution of a relationship and how it ebbs and flows. And I think that's totally normal. Do I believe that a woman can be in a poly relationship and love someone else while she still loves her husband or love her husband, even though she you know, love somebody else? Absolutely. I 100% do. I don't, I, I think it has a lot to do with society's view of you can only love one person. And if you truly love that person, you don't have eyes for anybody else. And, you know, I'm, people can love more than one person. I love all three of my kids. How is that any different? And I love them all the same. I love them all very much. I also love my husband very much. And, Even in our very worst times, very worst times, and we have been through a lot, I have never thought to myself, fuck, I wish I was divorced or fuck, I wish I'd never met him. At the end of the day, it's always him and I. Do we always see eye to eye? 
for the most part, but not always. And he is, but he's my teammate. And I can't imagine my life without him. But I love other people as well. And I'm probably a bad example for this because I'm kind of a shit show when it comes to that because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So, however, somebody else here at camp who is very familiar with living kind of a poly or open relationship, I guess I don't know how to explain it, also had some great conversation. And even with a solid foundation, open communication, all of that, there are still emotions that need to be talked about. And these emotions are valid. And you just have to be a good partner and listen. And this couple in specific, I think he is very good about listening to her and understanding her anxieties. And he does a fantastic job of checking in, making sure they're on the same page, offering different solutions, talking things out. And I just, I think anything is possible that you put your mind to, but you have to have that solid foundation and you really have to have the uncomfortable conversations specifically about what you maybe did in the past as far as the topping from the bottom, because that, that can really stick with a person. Kind of an example, one doesn't really have anything to do with another, but somebody could tell me, Oh, okay, even better. My husband tells me constantly how beautiful I am. Oh my gosh, you're so fun to look at. I mean, or just even fuck, you're hot. Like all the time. He's so good about that. I hear it from him all the time. I'm genuinely appreciative. But do you know what sticks in the back of my mind? My stepmom from years ago telling me that I was fat or some fuckwad on TikTok commenting on my chin, constantly playing in the background of my head. So it's hard. And when you top from the bottom, it can be traumatic and hard for a person to get over. I do think you might be venturing into dangerous territory, much like your therapist said, in the cuckolding or opening your relationship up, especially if your wife is still holding on to some of these events that happened in the past. It doesn't seem like it would end well. So to kind of sum it up, Yes, I do think that cuckolding and polyamorous relationships are absolutely possible and can be absolutely successful and life enriching. Do I think that it is a good idea for you in your current state of your relationship? I would say no, and I would listen to your therapist in this instance. And I wish you the best of luck and I wish your wife lots of luck with healing. I hope that you guys work through your things. I appreciate you reaching out. I hope this answers all your questions. And hopefully if anybody else had questions about cuckolding, it's just kind of more, I don't know. It's a different discussion. Like we've talked about cuckolding and I personally think it's hot. However, we don't generally, I mean, right now we're not actively participating in a lot of things. We're just trying to take it one day at a time because life I hope this helped and answered the questions I can't even tell you how much I fucking appreciate you all have a fantastic week take care stay cool be healthy and be kind love you all
Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to full and sample erotic audios and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.